0: One Kenobi series for Disney Plus. Now that's news I haven't heard since February 2019. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John Hoey. Thanks so much for joining us today. We have, believe it or not, a lot of stuff to talk about today in the Resistance report. A lot of Star Wars news is coming out. Now, while all not all of it, maybe none of it, is actually from Lucasfilm or Disney. Um, there's a lot of legit stuff heading out there and we're going to talk all about it and we're going to do that here together. James, Lacey, guys, welcome back. I hope you had a great weekend. We have legit news to talk about today and it's not like Legos or like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> stickers it's like actual stuff so are you excited to talk about lego
1: obi one kenobi will be signing yeah. a contract
0: look at these lego pants that leaked out it's like no we actually have stuff to talk about instead of lego pants so also
1: we will be talking about a shirt
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah a shirt too that is true we'll be talking about a shirt that's true
1: <laughs> more on that shirt later oh, yeah man i've uh, it's been a crazy week i got my mm, my resistance broadcast thermos thing, it's really just a thermos from Walmart that I put a sticker on, but I think <laughs> it looks pretty good.
0: Why do you drink out of it like a <laughs> guinea pig? Like Jeez. a what?
2: That's literally the same bottle you have, John, right in front of you.
1: Is it? Oh, my God. You're both. It's not literally, but yeah, same don't idea.
2: Don't drink out of that on camera.
0: All our YouTube watchers are like, and back to Apple Podcasts.
1: (laughs) No, they're like, oh, no. Yeah, no, no. The Apple Podcasts are like, I got to get to YouTube, check out these thermoses. Lacey,
0: are you pumped we're not talking about Lego pants and stuff anymore?
2: We weren't ever talking about Lego pants. But yeah, I'm excited for actual news. Congrats are in order. It was your story. (laughs) So congrats. What story? Mm -hmm. The Kenobi story.
0: Oh, I forgot. It was so long ago that we reported that. I forgot about it.
2: So did some other people, apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we'll talk more about that in a little bit, I guess. But um, guys, you want to get through these uh, poll results? I think Lacey might be interested in this
2: one. Sure. Okay. I know this is going
0: somewhere. We asked you guys, do, do you... I thought you, you you don't stay away from the polls. You, you read our, our polls, right? It's just resistance transmissions you stay away from.
2: Yeah, I just said I know where this is going. This oh, is going nice. Okay.
0: More. I thought you were using the force and predicting. Okay. No. God
1: knows what she has to do. We
0: asked you, do you think, <laughs> yeah, nice, Adam Driver will ever play Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo, had to put it all in there, again after the rise of Skywalker? Simple yes or no? 37% said, yes, Adam Driver will be back. And that means 63%, almost two out of every three fans out there said, no, Adam Driver is done with Star Wars. I was floored by these results. I At, at best, I was thinking he'd be split like 50-50. I didn't realize it'd be this big of a swing where only um, a third of the people out there think he'd be coming back. Um, so, Lacey James, what? Uh, where did you vote? I I voted no. I voted that he's done with Star Wars. Where did you guys vote? And um, your take on the the results here?
2: I voted no. I think we've talked about this before as a will of yeah. The force. Um, yeah. I just think he's done with Star Wars. I think he did it as a career move, probably a nice little paycheck. Um, I think he's moving on to more serious projects in the sense of like indie stuff and more drama-filled movies. Um, I, I just don't think he wants to do it. And I think he, like, really is against the whole fan, fandom world in the sense of he's never done a convention. I think he has some type of social anxiety about it and, like, dealing with fans. I mean, Burn This was nuts with the fans every night. I'm sure it was kind of crazy. I remember there was one night they actually didn't have him burn come notice? out. Because, no, Burn This. <laughs> Is that is that a joke about
1: that. Yeah, the com- comedian Aziz always talks about burn notice. <laughs> Never mind, and his um, cousin. So
2: they there was like one night where someone followed him home, and it was like this whole thing. So I can only imagine like that's where you kind of draw the line where you're like, and did, eh.
0: did, did, wasn't there a lot of verbal just like online, but just like insults about his wife and
2: yeah, that- yep. Yeah. I mean, you get that with like any, I guess, male celebrity where you have Mm -hmm. women that are like, oh, that's my boyfriend. I mean, no joke. I worked for ReadPop and we had BookCon and the Property Brothers came and we got this nine page document of women that thought they were dating the Property Brothers (laughs) with like pictures and everything of like what we had to look for. And I kid you not, one of the pictures was this woman painting her ceiling.
0: (laughs) Holy cow.
2: So I can only imagine for Adam it's a little worse. So were you,
0: were you surprised that um, it was that big of a swing on the vote?
2: No. Because I think okay. most people can tell that he's trying to move past Star Wars,
0: I think. Oh, by the way, I'm wearing my Supreme Leader shirt.
2: You are. So, Love that shirt.
0: I was feeling spicy today, so I'm like, I got to get the Supreme Leader on You don't back. say. <laughs> yeah. Um, James, uh, where did you vote? And um, you, were, were the results
1: right where you thought they'd be or uh, a bit different? Um, I think they're probably where I thought they would be. Um, I actually, I, I can't really say that, but, but I will say I'm not surprised mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say I would have called this, but when I see it written down, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense that a lot, that 63% of people would say that. Um, I, I voted no, but, but it, it's only hard because if he survives the movie, like he's coming back. Redeemed or not redeemed, it doesn't matter if he survives the movie, I think he would come back
0: interesting um
1: right. so so I think that's kind of like this weird caveat on there um but i I just i can't I imagine a scenario where the character survives still being evil or is being redeemed, and then somebody not questioning down the line like whatever happened to that character, you know right, right, <laughs> yeah, it, I don't it's, know.
0: Yeah, he's he's done so much where it can't just yeah. be like, and then that's we, the
1: end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then yeah, because then you have episode ten, which doesn't feature any Skywalkers in it. You know, and we've yeah. done this before, but like it just that just really sticks to me that the the character has to die. You know, it's like Batman in that last one, or or what? Uh, what's the uh, the Harold Crick Stranger Than Fiction? Like he has to die. You have to die. Sorry, mm. <laughs> it's the best story.
0: Well, speaking of bests, we have a best comment, and that is Stargazer1116 um, at Stargazer11161. So I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, Stargazer said, <laughs> I think he could. Um, uh, I think he could play him again sparingly, but he wouldn't be entirely excited about it. <laughs> I think, it's like they force Adam Driver back. I think he loves and is invested in the character, but hates the hoopla around it. So kind of like what mm-hmm. we've been saying. He mm-hmm. he definitely he's not mailing in his performances. He probably really enjoys knocking a lightsaber around and being evil, but the whole spectacle of being in a blockbuster and dealing with all the trappings of that probably doesn't suit him and his um his borderline introvert personality. But right uh, Great comment, thank you, Stargazer. Uh, tell your friends about TRB and bring them along. Maybe they'll get best comment next time. But now it is time to actually the the red, white, hot, whatever James prefers. The news is piping. <laughs> it's piping. The Resistance report. It's time. I don't even care who introduces this. Is it Harrison Ford? Whatever, James. Let's go.
1: It's the Resistance. I think that was that was Bayes, wasn't it? Bayes the resistance is here, right? No? Bayes? No. It sounded like Bayes. I don't know. Maybe I'll add the video. <laughs> I know, I <I'm> just wasn't. <laughs> anyway, we got we got lots of stories, guys. That, like it what an incredible week of just like bing, bang, boom, stuff, stuff, stuff. And uh, we we feel it's all all worthy to talk about. So the first one coming up here is a big story. Um, It's looking like it's looking like John more and more and more evidence that this is happening. The Obi-Wan Kenobi thing is happening. Disney plus um, going back to the start, like w- you reported this back in February. We've been talking and talking and talking, and it's been such a long dry spell that it almost feels like everybody's kind of forgotten about this. I've even started, I st- I've, I'll be honest, I even started having my doubts about our own reports here. And I'm like, I didn't. When is, when is that going to happen? Like, when is this thing going to show it. up? And, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like, deadline is confirming Hollywood reporter variety. Boom. All of it. It's just an influx of information. All the information that we have is that, you know, he signed a deal or he's in negotiations. It's definitely happening. Confirmed was thrown around a lot today. Um, all, all this stuff. And, um, there was, there was a little bit about there too. Like it definitely is going to be that, third disney plus show which is what we've been saying for a long time six to eight episodes which is what we've been saying for a long time you know it's like everything that we had already talked about is now just being vindicated so let, let's get let's get talking about this Lacey. why don't you start and no, i'm just, <laughs> john get in on this uh, that doesn't matter to me
0: um <laughs> yeah. yeah so i'm not you know i you know i'm not a big scoop guy um you know we do a lot of news reporting in Star Wars News Net but we don't uh, we're not always known for getting big major scoops and this is definitely the biggest one i ever got but you know when we had the information it was very detailed and uh, where i got it from i knew it was legit that's why it's it's kind of You know, funny that people are like, well, the reason why people didn't, you know, source you is because they couldn't confirm it. I'm like, well, I reported it as though it's legit. I didn't report it as a rumor. I report some things as rumors sometimes, but if I believe in it, I report it as a legit exclusive report, which I did back around uh, Valentine's Day. I think it was February 19th, something like that.
2: That's my birthday.
0: Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. It was on my my birthday. Yeah, that's my wife's birthday. Oh. So I, th- I think it was on her, on my wife's birthday, which happens to also be Lacey's cool. birthday. All right. And
1: cool. <laughs> We talked it about seems it. Seems like Lacey's your wife, but we, we, that's not true. You no. know, it, it, it
0: got a lot of buzz at the time. And if you look at the back of the report, you can easily find it, right? You know, Star Wars News that Kenobi series, whatever. I detail in the description. how it came to be because initially, and it's all in the article, check it out. Um, you know, they were going to do a Kenobi movie and um ray park and um uh, ewan mcgregor went to the solo premiere they sat next to each other they were gonna make a big announcement and then solo obviously had its box office problems unfortunately of course and they they stopped they didn't they stopped the announcement they pulled it back and that's when you heard the we're taking a hiatus thing they took the script and they started retooling it for a series because they knew they were uh, creating the streaming service, and they are taking the script and rebrandishing it to a six-episode series. So, Hugh McGregor was always on board. They—they—they uh, they were not making a Kenobi series without Hugh McGregor. As much as Steve Buscemi would have killed it, let's be honest. Um, yeah, I thought it was Zach Efron. Was Zac- okay. Yeah, it was Zac Efron. Paul Dano. Um, no, but it's all there in that article and, you know, then obviously other people have been getting credit for it, whatever. I don't want to get into it because I was pretty upset about it last week. I'm just happy that it's happening um, and that uh, the, you know, the report being vindicated is a bonus for sure, but I'm really excited that they're, they are doing this, um, you know, six, six more hours with Ewan McGregor's Kenobi with someone else directing it and writing it. I'm very interested in that because the only Star Wars we've seen with Ewan McGregor is written and directed by George Lucas. And to get a different point of view and with his talents in there, uh, with today's modern technology and effects and maybe connectivity with other, you know, characters and background, um, I'm really excited for it. And uh, I'm
1: just overall happy about that element of it. That's interesting. Every movie where Obi-Wan Kenobi was alive was directed by George Lucas. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and written <laughs> and written by George Lucas,
1: <laughs> written and directed by George Lucas. Only the ones where he was alive,
0: <laughs> right? And then, <laughs> then yeah. Then after that, they're like, he's like, I can't direct dead Obi Wan. Someone else has to do
1: this. Yeah.
2: Oh, is uh, it Laci, my turn to talk about this? Your
1: take on this? Yeah.
2: So I don't know if anybody remembers <laughs> this. John and I took this bet back in November that they were going to announce a Ko- Kenobi series at uh, Celebration, and we both lost because it wasn't oh, I announced. Remember. Um. But we've been saying this for a very long time. <laughs> like, I have to get pied in the face because of it. Because we've been saying this so, yeah. se- like, seriously. Um, so it's really nice to know that it's official-ish, I guess. Because they're saying confirmed, but it's not from Lucasfilm. But it's pretty much confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I, Kenobi's goat. I, I can't wait for the series. I'm glad it's a series, not a movie. I would rather have six hours than two hours.
1: The, yeah, it, it's, it's not confirmed, confirmed, like, from the studio. But here's the thing. It is will like, be at D23. If it, yeah, if it never happens, everybody's going to be like, what happened? Like, mm-hmm. there's a story there. Mm. Because it's so close to happening Mm. that it's, I mean, it's on the books, you know. It's kind of one of those things, like, it's happening. And if it doesn't happen, then what happened? If
0: Now, we record this, uh, we're peeling back the curtain here and and spoiling the magic that makes TRB happen. Um, We're recording this on uh, Thursday right now. By the time this airs on Monday, it's possible Disney and Lucasfilm confirm this um but as we're recording this now they haven't even though all these other now major outlets are confirming the story mm-hmm. um, i think that's p- potentially the reason for that is because they're waiting and they're going to announce it at the 23 in a more physical sense than on just their website and they'll have you and mcgregor yeah, yeah walk out and and say uh hello you know, there no hopefully not but he probably will right yeah damn Damn catchphrases.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How many people are drunk today because of Lacey's hello there drinking yeah. game?
0: Yeah, it's, it's like if you wrote an Obi-Wan Kenobi article and didn't put hello in there, then hello to you because you did a good job. But um, I don't—I can't blame people. Like I know yeah. Yeah, Bill was ground. always a big fan of... Yeah, oh yeah, high ground. Mm-hmm. Bill was always a big fan of all those little catchphrases. So um, I don't know. I mean, I, like I say, I'm happy that it came true. I'm, I'm glad because there were some people that were like... It always happens, too. And it, I try to take the high road, but there's always people like, remember when Star Wars Newsnet reported that Kenobi series that never came was announced? Like, I found yeah. tweets of people saying that. I almost want to like, like, Jay and Silent Bob like show up at their house and be like, did you say this?
1: Well, <laughs> you know? I'm going to take the high ground and say that Are I said they were going to announce this. Sucks 309? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at D23. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. I like being right.
0: But, um, yeah, I mean... Credit and, and all that stuff, I can, I can honestly go off on that. I'm just, like I say, I'm happy it's happening. I'm happy that the report was vindicated. I'm, I'm thankful from where I got the information, which no one will ever know. And um, I'm excited. Hugh McGregor coming back to Star Wars, making fun of Kylo Ren's lightsaber style. I'm all about it, man. Did you guys see that video? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved that. Yeah. Oh, he's like, so, who, who needs a hilt? We didn't have a hilt.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was funny to me because like all those are older videos or whatever, but apparently they added it to the game. And yeah, like, Battlefront. That yeah. just that's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that's people paying attention to what's out there and and making it fun for you know all of us. Yeah, right. Um, well, we we definitely have a lot oh, to one talk more thing about days. when it comes to that. Yeah,
0: I do. I do want to thank everyone who did share the news and source star Wars news net for being the original reporter of the Disney plus Kenobi series. Cause a lot of people didn't and you know, maybe they didn't know that we had done it or they forgot, but anyone who did out there, whether you're on a YouTube channel or you have a website or a blog or even on Twitter, I want to from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. And uh, it means a lot and I'll remember. So thank you.
1: Um, we have a lot to talk about when it comes to to the more of that story. Maybe Thursday I'll open up some time for some discussion. Uh, a little bit about what we, uh, I mean, we've talked about it kind of agnosian, but at the same time, like now that it's more real, it's like okay, cool. Well, let's let's talk about what this thing could actually be. Um, but we have a lot to talk about as far as other stuff going on in the Star Wars world right now. Uh, so there is um, new merch, and again, this is like a w- kind of a weird story. New merch that we that was spotted. Um, so recently, when they announced the Sith troopers on star there was this big article about all the stuff that's going to be rolling out on triple force Friday and the first of September. Um, and if you are aware of how URLs work, somebody went in and they started like poking around and changing some numbers and things. And it turns out that some images that were uploaded to like their WordPress blog kind of thing, um weren't used in the article and so we were able to kind of take a look at some of the merch that either may be available on those days or were ideas that they never did they decided not to move forward with but they were still on the site or something mm-hmm. but anyway we got a lot of uh images one of which being a t-shirt that I'm going to throw myself under the bus. I thought it looked so fake. And I was like, (laughs) there's no, it has, it it has details that are like written out. Like, uh, the Sith troopers are definitely under the command of the, of Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren. And I was like, that's too specific of a plot point to put on a t-shirt. But then the more we dove in, it's definitely real. Um, so whether or not this shirt sees the light of day, we now know that, you know, Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren are at the top of the food chain on the Sith troopers. Lacey, um, my sincerest apologies. <laughs> I I actually made a fake shirt just to tease her about it. That had like the runtime of the movie. And all that was this pretty other funny. Stuff. actually. <laughs> All right. But it's my uh, episode but yeah. today. So he's right. <laughs> James
0: is apologizing to Lacey because Lacey was like, guys, check this out. This made the on Reddit, it was, right? Mm-hmm. It was a
1: Reddit leak. Yeah. So and I Milner- said,
2: it looks legit. Let me confirm with a link. And before I could reply with a link to confirm it for James, he had made a full shirt mocking me mm-hmm. <laughs> saying there is no way this is correct. And I was just like, I'm just not going to answer. So I didn't answer for like 20 minutes. But
0: <laughs> Lacey, before you dive in, um, yeah. if you have a website and you're going to potentially sell merch and you don't go public yet, watch out for Milner's blog. Cause that guy will find it and you <laughs> will get it on Reddit. <laughs>
2: yeah. People got to be careful of what they upload, especially if it links out, like people can find things. mm -hmm. I can't even tell you how many times I've found things by just like switching the numbers at the end and like, Mm
0: -hmm. like, like imagine there was a t-shirt that said like Kylo's noble end, like Qui-Gon on the soundtrack leak. Why would you,
2: why, why does it always have to be Kylo dies?
0: No, I'm just saying, it's, it's a, that'd be a hot because that's, thing. That's, that's, to come out.
1: a character it's dying is always the biggest thing. Like a shirt that says everybody dies at the end. That's always the go to worst spoiler. Everybody And since dead. he's such a main character and probably the, um, uh, nobody thinks like, I mean, people do, but nobody thinks like Ray and Poe are going to die. If there's one character on the chopping die. block, it's Kylo.
0: That's but, fair. But, uh,
1: yeah, but, but anyway, what, what did you think about the shirt? What do you think about the Sith Troopers being under the, the strict command? And also, let's talk about this, the, the legions thing.
2: Yeah, so to be fair for James's teasing, it did come from some type of legitimacy because he found the website with the stock images with the shirt on. So it seemed like they used a stock image site to make the shirt, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it caught my eye because of the description, like you said, that Kylo Ren is, is like, leading these troopers, which I'm immediately like, ugh, that means he's, like, bad, bad if he's leading these guys. Because forever, aka for the past month and a half, I know, they've been teasing that these Sith troopers are actually Palpatine Sith troopers, and there's all this, mm-hmm. like, kind of like not like confusion around them like who is running the show so this shirt kind of is like no it's kylo kylo is definitely doing this so um he's a bad guy (laughs) so there's that (laughs) uh uh second of all wait what was the second part of your question
1: the Allegiance stuff. Oh, yes. Allegiant General Pride in the shirt yes. that says Allegiance. And-
2: so the other thing we were talking about was how there's a, a guy shirt that has the Sith Trooper on it that says um, Elite Infantry uh, Allegiance Squad or something. Allegiance Trooper, right?
1: Yeah, Allegiance First Order That's or something like that, yeah. So
2: then I couldn't help but notice that like that word keeps coming up with the comic series and the shirt and then um, Richard E. Grant's character. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of questions that I know. James, you had some good ideas of like why that might be, right? Like why they would all tie together.
1: Yeah, I do I do want to get to, to John on this because I feel like he's sitting over there just browsing Twitter or something. No,
0: but. I'm looking at the photos in the article. Oh, all right, okay, okay. Yeah, my, I see the mug, my, I, I thing, see the
1: phone case. My thing was we have this comic coming out called Uh, Star Wars Allegiance and the Mm -hmm. comic as the description is, you know, it's the resistance going back to the Moncala trying to build up their army and get their resources together, you know, context here to to get ready for the big fight, right, is right. kind of what they're saying. But when you look at the cover, it's got it's got a giant First Order trooper. It's got Kylo Ren on the front. So obviously, they're probably going to also give you the other side of that. What is the First Order doing to prepare to snuff out the Resistance? And because it's called Allegiance, you got to think... This might actually give us some insight insight into how they're marketing this movie with all the Sith troopers. Right. Oh, we've shown you the Sith troopers. Here's more Sith troopers. Here's how the Sith troopers came to be. Here's what the whole allegiance, Allegiant General Pride and who they, uh, you know, work for mm-hmm. all that stuff mm-hmm. just so that we go into the movie. Boom. It's all done. We can just start with them having an army. You know, we don't have, you don't have to go into the backstory of where all these things came from. You, They just show them, you know, they're just right. there. Right. Right. Um, so, but but yeah, but John, get to this. Uh, did did you like the shirt? Uh, what size are you getting?
0: <laughs> it's very form fitting. Um, it, it's a lady shirt. <laughs> yeah, um, I would not look good. Doesn't in it. have to be. No, um, it's a
2: lady's one. The one she's wearing.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. I don't like the shirt. Um, I, it's it. Uh, yeah, it's very. It's almost like the shirt, uh, like when you see a Star Wars shirt in like Banana Republic, and it's like. This is for, this is how to look not nerdy, but like Star Wars. It's like got (laughs) script in it and it's very chic, you know? It's like, but it doesn't look like a Star Wars shirt to me. I don't know. It it looks like if you looked at it, you'd have to be like, wait a minute. Is that a Star Wars shirt? Not like, that's a Star Wars shirt. Mm -hmm. So I don't like the shirt, but the the caption makes it pretty clear. First order battalion, Sith troopers, uh, the finest troopers in the galaxy under the strict command of Kylo and the Knights of Ren. So... That's kind of interesting. Um, and, you know, it, it makes sense because, like we say, you know, they have the First Order looking helmets. Uh, so if they were some kind of been sitting around for 30 years, that wouldn't make too much sense mm-hmm. unless that design was there and the First Order tapped into it from Empire Archives or something. So it all kind of makes sense to me. It's curious to see if it's one of those things where there's an Order 67 and all of a sudden those guys start firing on... The Kylo Ren or Hashtag something.
1: order sixty seven.
0: <laughs> yeah, order sixty seven. Let's order sixty seven shirts of our new design. Order sixty seven, so we can get <laughs> ahead of the game. Um, but no, it's cool. Um, I. It's one of those things where it's not like, oh my god, they spoiled it or whatever. But then also, I was thinking about what was that that thing on the plaque, the placard thing that they accidentally posted at Comic Con that said they get yeah. their uh, from
1: they an draw their power from an ancient legacy. Dark energy or something. It was
2: legacy I think.
1: But yeah. yeah, So
0: there's something more to it here I think. But um, it looks like at least out of the gate they're going to be listening to whatever our lovely supreme leader has to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, He's confused. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So confused. (laughs) He doesn't know what he's doing. (laughs) Yeah, I'll destroy Um, you. The oh, other thing, John, you it. pointed out you so confused you pointed out in the article that uh, that because these were leaked, they'll probably never see the light of day, they're just like frantically like coming up with new shirts. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like we don't ever want to, yeah, we don't ever want to make it seem like these, oh, well, I mean, we got caught, you know, yeah. kind of thing. The other thing, also, too, is like the shirt wasn't really that great to begin with, in my opinion. And then I started looking at some of the other pictures, and there was another one where she like had on her back, and it said Sith, and then it just put like in like bold Helvetica like Master under it, and it was yeah. like <laughs> f- just like dude flat it's- photoshopped on there. It wasn't like contoured to her body. It wasn't like any sort of good um, stock. I don't know thing. You ever got it got those just t-shirt looked terrible. And she's like, like Sith Master, yeah. like, like
0: iron press T shirt shops. on like when you go to a boardwalk. Like
1: that's what these yeah. are. They're
0: just like, what do you no, want to it say? Reminds on me it reminds me of like, Sith it reminds bitch. me of like, like,
1: what? It reminds John. me of like Amazon, where you take like an image and then they just like, it's like a family like going like this, and then they like will Photoshop <laughs> very poorly the product like in their hand. Like that's what it felt like.
2: Right, but and you I was guys like, don't they find They might it- not
1: have even ever planned to use these. Mm-hmm.
2: Right, but you don't find it a little interesting that the, on a lady shirt they have Sithmaster. Master. So someone in the movie should be called Sith
0: Master. Yeah, they're
2: not gonna put that. It's like having a Jedi, a master on the back of your shirt.
0: I think people read too much into the shirts, though. A little bit. Like remember when the Galaxy's Edge shirt of Ray with her lightsaber? People are like,
1: she's gonna have a crackling blade. Okay, and this is like, different though. Okay. This is a word. Yeah, this uh, yeah, Yeah. it's kind of like that whole like Sith troopers. They're just another trooper. I'm like, no, because they're called Sith troopers. I'm with Lacey on this. There is something to that word, Sith master. I wonder if Palpatine will refer to himself as a master of the Sith or something like that. He already has
2: hat. I I know, but that means I I don't know. It's just weird to me that they would have a shirt like that. I understand, but how many times?
0: How many times did Vader refer to Palpatine or call him Master? Right, but at
2: this Sith point master. in the sequel trilogy, there is no Sith Master.
0: Kylo Ren. No.
1: You going to get those yellow eyes going. Uh, make me uncomfortable. He does command a legion of Sith troopers. No. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We've talked more about this than the Kenobi. <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Geez, we. There
0: should have been the Kenobi shirt leaking the. Scoop. Yeah, but you yeah. know
2: what? You know why? Because John wrote that detailed story that we basically put a whole episode into it. Maybe even more than that. So that's why we're talking about this t-shirt more because we've already discussed it for six months. All
1: right, guys. We're going to move on to uh, John Williams and how much music he's writing. Uh, for the next movie, Rise of Skywalker. So uh, there was a panel uh, at the Academy of Scoring Arts, and who was there but none other than John, I mean his brother Don (laughs) Williams. I love his name is Don. I know, that is unreal. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine being
2: the brother to John Williams and your name is Don. Imagine how many times his parents were like, John, I mean Don,
1: get over here. Yeah. Yeah. Probably just refer to them both as John Don. Like John
0: John John Stamos has like an ugly brother, Don Stamos, and he's like <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um and it doesn't Can I get that you in that full what, house sequel? Like <laughs> we're, we're we're getting this report, but but you know, it's hearsay because Sean Williams said he disagreed you know. Sean Imagine Williams. if Don Williams
2: yeah. looked just like John Who Williams, except he had like a like a black mustache instead of gray. Like it was just his yeah. evil twin named Don.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so Don, like Don is uh, a talented musician within himself. And he, he also works with John on these movies and stuff. And he says, we got a lot in our plate. He says, uh, we right now we're, we're looking at 135 minutes worth of music that goes to tell you how long the movie is, which I think is also just like a weird line because that doesn't really tell us anything about how long the movie is. We can talk about that. But the, the big thing coming out of this too, is that he also says that, um, that, that, All of it, all themes, every, like, think of a theme, boom, we're going to stick it in there. It might only be like a two measure piece, but you're, but you know, if you listen, you're going to be able to hear it. You're going to be able to find it. It's all there. And that to me is way more interesting than the length of the movie because John doesn't do anything that isn't purposeful. If there's a lick of, you know, Yoda's theme, it probably means Yoda's there, you know, um, So let's talk about this uh, a little bit. John, I'm starting with you. Uh, You know, um, John, when is your brother uh, Don Hoey going to be on the show? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Anytime, man. Anytime you want. Um, uh, No, you know what's funny about this is, like you said, James, you know, he's going to be using every theme and how his brother says, like, he, and I wish my brother talked this uh, glowingly about me, but there's Don Williams. (laughs) completely comfortable being in the shadow of his brother, right? And he's like, he's going to sprinkle them all in like he does so beautifully, and you may not even notice, but you have to find it, like a like a treasure hunt. And like you said about the Yoda thing, if he's saying all these themes are really in it and the Yoda theme's in it, it doesn't mean Yoda's in it. It could be the moment, like when they talk about Yoda, you hear it a little bit. Yeah. Like in yeah, Solo, yeah. when... Well, I mean, Yoda's, Yoda's in, it, in the Ness, sense of
1: like, he's referred to yeah. and such.
0: Like when Emphasis Ness is talking about you know, her mother and the people resisted. You hear the march of the resistance very faintly in the back by John Powell. So it's like that mm-hmm. type of thing. They do that a lot. And you could see the new composers being inspired by John Williams technique in that regard. Um, but you're right. Every theme being used is exciting to me. I hope it's just not one of those like, all of a sudden it's dual the fates. And then they go there and all of a sudden it's, you know, the clash of the heroes or whatever. And then the March of the resistance, I hope it's like, he says a little more blended in and I'm sure it will be instead of like a greatest hits album. Um, but 135 minutes of music. That's, I think the large, the longest, uh, amount mount he's, he's created for one of these films. And yeah, you know, a lot of people are running with that as the runtime, which is not mm-hmm. true. I do think though, this movie is going to be the longest star Wars movie, uh, we've seen yet. And um, I I hope so. But um, I'm more more or less though in a very generic sense, general sense, I should say, just very excited that we're getting probably new John Williams music in addition to the existing themes. I'm really actually eager to hear more new John Williams stuff to uh, end his run.
1: Yeah, I don't know how much new we're going to get out of this, John. I'll be honest with you. Oh, I think we will. I think it's going to be greatest hits. Um, Lacey, uh, thoughts on John Williams and throwing everything including the kitchen sink theme
2: i think that first (laughs) of all john's gonna do a great job we know this um but i have to agree that i think we talked about this previously james specifically you and i that uh the last jedi felt like a recap of sorts, whereas the Force Awakens soundtrack was all these new songs like Ray's theme and all like Jedi yeah. steps, stuff stuff like that, where you're like, oh, all these new songs like Ray's theme is hands down one of the best John Williams songs ever. And then you get Last Jedi, which I felt was just a rehash of a lot of those themes and songs mixed together. So mm-hmm. my fear is that knowing that I love John Williams and I love the original soundtrack and then, you know, you got the prequels and then the Force Awakens soundtrack, that it's just going to be a mishmash of what's already been done. And I'm really, really hoping that we get, like, some... I would take one brand new song that we haven't heard yet that's, like, really awesome because I felt like The Last Jedi album was great, soundtrack was wonderful, but there was nothing on there that I was like, this is the best compared Mm -hmm. to, like, The Force Awakens, which I listen to Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, So that's my one, like, Of course, I'm being pet peevey about John Williams, so it's like, how much can I really say? But
0: There's no way we're not getting new tracks in this last movie.
2: I hope so. I really do, but I just get concerned when it says, like...
1: But I think you mean, like, a new theme, like a new character... Theme or something? I, I, I think we're stuck on the whole character theme
0: thing. Sometimes they do themes that are about two characters. Like, and what if they have a fighting It doesn't necessarily have to be like, and people are going to go with the romance thing. Uh, like, Ray and Kylo Ren, they could have a fight theme, like Obi Wan and Anakin did in um, Revenge of the Sith. Like, it doesn't have to be this character's theme. Like, you know what I mean?
2: No, I know. I'm just no, saying that I feel yeah. like The Last Jedi didn't have as memorable themes as. The Force Awakens or the original trilogy, obviously, or the prequels. Yeah. I felt like The Last Jedi kind of felt like it's John Williams and it sounds mm-hmm. great and it makes sense in the music. And Where was uh, she on the
1: Star Wars war? Gosh, man. I yeah. feel like
2: The Last Jedi wasn't as good as The Force Awakens in, soundtrack wise. And again, yeah. I know this is John Williams and people are like yelling at home right now being like, how could you ever criticize this? I'm just well, saying. comparing
1: c- it to John Williams. That's, that's where you're not. <laughs> John Lacey Williams versus
2: John Williams. Lacey yeah.
1: Gilliland hates John Williams on the next. Uh, yeah, I got it because my argument was was Last Jedi versus Rogue One. So yeah, now all of a sudden yeah. Michael Giacchino who is like competing, is he better than John Williams? That was where I was getting it. But I think Rogue
2: yeah, One has I, I, a better
1: I, soundtrack than The Last Jedi.
0: That's what James argued against um, Bill and Pat. I still
1: say it. Who mm-hmm. was it? Amy Ratcliffe the other day was like, "Where? why have I been sitting on the Rogue One soundtrack? And I'm like, welcome. It's yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. I know because I oh tagged you in gosh. it. And I said,
2: James, this is your time. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I'm with this. I, every Everything you guys are saying, like I think this is really cool. I think the big one for me is like uh it is Duel of Fates, which I never I still don't know if it's the Duel of the Fates or <laughs> however it is, but I'm just thinking I, there's to me, there's no way that you if you're doing if you're going to say you're doing a callback and all the all the stuff is in there. The way they used it in Solo still was like just like this and people were like oh, like they heard it <laughs> yeah, and they right. knew it and that was it. So I'm thinking okay, maybe a lot of people didn't didn't see Solo, whatever that's a whole different discussion. But right. Rise of Skywalker, Kylo versus Rey, you stick that in there, whether it be early I'm gonna in the movie lose or it. end, these two everybody's going to lose it. Mm-hmm. everybody's going to lose it. So that to me is like the yep. just wait. It's going to happen.
0: Did you see that meme I posted from Bohemian Rhapsody?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is where the operatic part <laughs> This comes is where in. the
0: operatic section kicks in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so good. You know, I have, um, I have one more thing to say about this. And, Sure. It 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 has to do with John Williams. This being his final movie, and J.J. Abrams wants this movie to also be able to stand on its own. That's why, like, we keep hammering home it's the culmination of all nine movies, but it still needs to be the Rise of Skywalker. And that's why I think it's going to have original its own original treatment, just like any if it was Episode Three Six nine. It doesn't matter. It's its own movie. So it's going to get its own treatment. It needs to be able to stand alone as its own movie and not just be a here's your greatest hits. So that's why that in addition to this is his final score for Star Wars. You don't think he's going to put out a knockout score. He's going out with a bang for sure. And I think that has to include new inspired compositions for telling the narrative of this story.
1: Don't forget too. This also is like John is really good at doing this. It's never, oh, he's just playing Duel of the Fates. Yeah, you know, like he, yeah. he's not just taking it and putting it here. He's going to work that into some new epic version of, of that song that ties in Kylo's and Ray's theme at the same time. Yeah, right. think about the trailer. The, while Duel of Fates is going. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You had Leia like three into Kylo
2: into, yeah.
0: Or he'll yeah, faintly just, do it. And it'll creep inside your brain and you won't realize that you're hearing it. And then someone will be like, dude, did you hear when they played this theme? And you're like, no. You're like, yeah, Check like this after up. the movie. Yeah, and you're like, and you're oh, like, my yeah.
1: God. I, I, <laughs> I think you could do that with other themes, but you can't do that with Duel of Fates as a missed opportunity. No, 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 <laughs> I, I know. it's very clear. Yeah, I'm talking about other
0: other themes, not just Duel of Fates, yeah.
1: That song is so good. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so we got somebody breaking the silence uh Ryan Johnson was, you know, uh promoting his movie uh Knives Out which is coming out soon and of course as we always say on this podcast if he has anything to do with Star Wars, let's get Star Wars in there. We got to get those clicks up. So observer asked Ryan Johnson about his upcoming project and he was open about it. Um, You know, there's some quotes here. Uh, We're doing something that steps beyond the legacy characters. What does that look like? To me, the blue sky element of it is uh, what was most striking about it. I know that the way I'm coming at it, And what's fun about it for everyone in George Lucas's films is figuring out what's the next step. It really makes you think and figure out what the essence of Star Wars is for me and what that will look like moving forward. So to me, um, just to just to jump off on this one, this sounds to me like Ryan Johnson's kind of taking that Dave Filoni approach, which is the like, how did George do it? But, what is Star Wars as a whole, and how can we kind of create our own path that still honors exactly what star wars is um and uh and I think this is uh it's it's cool just coming from the person himself there's been so much stuff out there that's like official canned confirmed it's not <laughs> happening and i i have been I've been the person that's standing on this like I don't understand. This whole mentality of it's canceled when it's not canceled. It's not canceled. The last thing we've heard is it's totally happening. And he even came out on Twitter and was like, "Yes, it's still <laughs> happening." And he didn't have to do that. It's like ridiculous to me that people think this how, is canceled. how many drafts were still happening.
0: How many drafts were deleted today when that interview posted? They're like, oh, "Damn it!"
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lacey, what do you think about Ryan Johnson's approach? to creating a whole new world of star wars sorry
2: it's where i'll be a little pitchy (laughs) Pitchy. um a little pitchy first of all james you are so right i remember john and i were sitting here many months ago being like it's not happening i think it's gonna it's not happening so way to go james Giving credit where credit is due. Um, yeah, it's all about calling like things. Crazy in Star Wars. It's fandom. all about credit, you yeah. know, just like really giving giving people what they deserve. Okay, so that being said, uh, I I'm not surprised. We knew Ryan Johnson was going to do his own thing, so that makes sense. Um, the way he's going about it. I mean, Ryan Johnson came up with the Last Jedi on his own, and like the whole. F- like idea of like the force bonding is what he brought into the movie and the flashbacks, which had never been done before, and all these different things. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that he's saying, oh, I'm going about this my own way. Of course he is. And I love that because I, I'm so sick of hearing, oh, they're just rehashing this or, oh, I want them to do this exact thing that I read in this book once in 1995, like, let Ryan <laughs> make his own movie. And I'm sure it will be wonderful. And then nobody can criticize the way he handled Luke Skywalker because it'll be completely new characters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's speaking of that, it's child he did reaffirm. Ruin proof. John I was gonna say, <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Child proof. <laughs> oh, childhood ruining proof? Oh, yes. Oh, 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 yes. Yes. oh. Um John, uh he did also reaffirm we'll be meeting an entirely new cast entirely new cast. Um, Love that. so there's a couple of, you know, other things that he's talking about, just, you know, what, what's the next step? How do we do this? Yeah, it's,
0: it's exciting. It really is. And for selfishly as a fan in dealing with the black cloud, that still kind of hangs over TLJ a little bit. Like I just watched it again for the first time in maybe six months the other day. And I really had a good time watching it because I've been so separated from the battles with people online about hating it, loving it, blah, blah, blah. So it's, for me, it's starting to pull away from the stigma that like the black cloud over it with the toxicity and negativity and fandom. So that's a good thing. Um, I think the last Jedi is going to age really well because it was different and it took risks. It wasn't just some kind of like, and now Luke's going to come in with the green lightsaber and save the day and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think that ages as well as what he did. Um, And let's not forget uh, the empire strikes back, took a bit of heat back when it first came out because they were like, Oh, this, this puppet and uh, it's weird. That's the master. And like it got, it took some flack too. And just sometimes it takes time. And we're not going to, like Lacey said, we're not going to have to deal with people being like, you know, George Lucas would have written this character this way. It's like, no, he's starting brand new characters. So you, th- that argument is now dead. You can't even mm-hmm. make it. Now you have to make a choice. Am I going to still watch these movies and and get on board or if you do watch them just to hate on them then that's a really sad thing to do. So people need to make a choice at this point. You understand this guy's making 3 Star Wars movies. He's writing them, he's directing the first. That's the light la- that's the the latest we had found out about it. They're all his new characters, a new story in this galaxy far, far away. And there's nothing anybody can do about that besides either get on board or don't. And I think that should be a clear choice for people. And I like the fact that for the first time, we're going on a new adventure for Star Wars. It's going to be the first time since when it first came out that it's going to be like, we have no idea what we're about to get hit in the face with. Because even with the sequels or the spin-offs. There's connectivity there, even though it's not the Skywalkers. This is brand new. This is Bob Ross with a brand new canvas. And the happy trees aren't there yet, but I'm looking forward to seeing them.
1: <laughs> you know, it's weird. I, I almost the closest I would say to, to that is probably episode seven. How? You don't think? No. Well, I that's the only one to me where there's like there's connectivity. Clearly, but everything was new. Like the bad guys were new. The characters were new. There were still I mean, stormtroopers. S- there was a super Han, weapon. Leia, the Millennium
0: Falcon. Han, yeah, Leia, the, Luch.
1: Yeah. Han. Well, Han. And Chewy, Leia, R2, I guess,
0: C3PO.
1: I hear all that, but I don't we know. We are getting none of that. I'm saying, I'm not saying it's the same thing. I'm saying it's the closest. Maybe Rogue One. I guess you could say Rogue One, but. I think this is going to be.
0: Yeah with just a wow what is this like and I like that because you go in with no preconceived notions and we're all starting on page one together whether you're 65 or five and I think that's a huge thing for for fandom
1: yeah so Lacey do you think that this is I mean he's setting it up like it's all new all new all new right but how is how do you think this is going to differ from the Benioff and stuff? Do you think that theirs is going is not going to be as brand new as we think?
2: I think we've discussed this a couple times, but I think the Benny Off and Weiss stuff's gonna be an older public. So I think it's gonna be tied to what we already know. Whereas Ryan Johnson is completely going, probably in a new part of the galaxy with new characters, new aliens, new everything. So it won't have that preconceived notion of what you think Star Wars is, because even if someone is 20 years old right now and has never played older republic never played any of the games or read any of the books they're going to see that and know from what's written online what people are expecting of it whereas Ryan Johnson has none of that out there it's all in his head so i think it's a little different
1: mm-hmm. So like, uh, yeah, we we talked about this back in the day with when it comes to like how, how new, how can Ryan create a completely new world and it feel like Star Wars without having lightsabers, stormtroopers, you know, hyperspace, you know, things right. like, uh, like, w- at what point does we're like, well, we can't get rid of hyperspace, light speed, you know? Well, yeah, you're like still going to be in space, they say like,
2: but you maybe you know, don't have I'm, Jedi or anything like that.
1: I still think he's yeah, going to yeah.
0: heavily involve the Force. He just seems to really love Force lore, and and he seems to get it. The more people point things out, mm-hmm.
1: I think mm-hmm. it's
0: going to be heavily Force centric. Um, maybe not as much military civil war thing. Um, but that's just a you know, obviously just a hunch. We we have no idea what he's doing. We just know that he's still doing it. So that's, that's cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: When do you when do you guys um, think they're coming out though? because i mean i guess we can have we can talk about that maybe in more in depth thursday or something but
1: yeah yeah just yeah. the fact that it's still on board is i think really the story here and that he's he's doubling down on that it's all new thing which
0: means ram bergman still has a job too so good for you ram <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah um last thing in the news the longest resistance report of our entire careers <laughs> uh star wars speaking of resistance star wars resistance uh released their second and final season trailer um this uh th- this was crazy. Uh I heard one person online could have been a crazy. They were like, I don't know what what the big deal is. They announced it was going to be two seasons when they first did it and I was like, "Where? Where was that?" <laughs> and th- and I'm like, I was like looking for it. Could never find anything, so they were probably a crazy person. But um but yeah, everybody it seemed like most people, 99.9% of people were shocked. "Oh my gosh, final season uh Final season, the only two people was that random person and John, Hoey. Like what? Who you said it was gonna be two seasons. Oh that was a, yeah, yeah, that was a guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you weren't confirming. No, gotcha. no, no. Yeah. I I'm just saying, um yeah, I think most people thought that this was kind of going to do their thing and uh, everybody was kind of surprised that it was the final season. Um there's a lot to talk about as far as like the the what was in the trailer and what we'll see in the show. I think the the main news right now unless you guys want to go down that path is um is uh you know, why why did the show get canceled or what, you know, what what's the deal? It's not even canceled. It, you know, it just it's the last season. They're only doing two seasons of the show. Mm-hmm. Um uh, either one of you, John, Lacey? I'm going to let take John go first. John? All right, let's talk about <clears throat> this, this show and um, how you think it's going to fare. Well, I think if you go by what
0: they're telling us, and by them I mean the people developing the show, um, you know, Pablo Hidalgo and others involved in making the show said season two was produced two years ago. Um, and they may have finished up closer to now than that. But being that that's the case um, and they haven't worked on anything since then you have to, and, and season one came out in 2018. Logically, that leads me to believe that their whole purpose was two seasons because they wouldn't be making season two in 2017 and not making anything from then till now and not knowing what the reception would be. So to think that it's because of how the first season was received doesn't make any sense just uh, from a, timeline standpoint so i think it was a two-season thing and maybe it was a way for them to uh, you know fulfill obligations to disney maybe it's as simple as that a disney channel i mean or you know or something like that you guys owe us a show before you launch your streaming service you got to get us something and filoni came up with this idea because he was inspired by his grandfather with the warplanes like that's very possible um but for the show itself I think it's a nice little show. It's nothing, you know, that's breaking ground for Star Wars for me. And I thought Kaz was a little bit silly. And I joked that he was constantly looking like he was walking on a buttered floor all the time because he's falling all over the place, uh, like Goofy (laughs) in uh, the old Mickey Mouse cartoons. But and then you see this new trailer and it's like, wow, the epic music. And it's it looks way more serious than like Kaz again like stumbles over a box I'm like Mm -hmm. okay well he's still doing that I guess but um I I think it's cool I think they did a good job with it um big fan of a lot of people involved with the show obviously Christopher Sean you know he follows us and he's a big fan of the community so and big supporter of the community so thank you Christopher for that um obviously Stephen Stanton um who has been on the podcast before via interviews so um you know, we feel close with it. And, you know, it's I don't think it's anything that's needed to be more than two seasons. And for people to have said like that Lucasfilm and Disney don't know what they're doing or they're making poor choices, is just I tweeted this out. It's just so irresponsible and false and wrong. And mm-hmm. it's it's easy to go out on Twitter and just tweet something. But you forget like even and what what happened with Game of Thrones, the hundreds of people, maybe even more involved with what to make one show happen. It's just like so irresponsible and wrong to to do that type of thing. They knew what they were doing. It's two seasons. It's a nice little show, and it's gonna end. And guess what, guys? There's gonna be more Star Wars animation in the future.
2: Mhm.
1: Yep. Um. I uh. I saw a lot of people saying like, "Whoa, Resistance grew up," and you know, as someone who was watching it all the way from the beginning, I get what they're saying. I think early trailers were like, "Hey, this is a fun adventure." but even the the like mid season trailer and like the trailer that was like showcasing like the f- last couple episodes and stuff it's like those trailers were in my eyes like full fledged star wars movie trailers the music mm-hmm. was phenomenal yeah. i was going on and on about it i was like these the, this show grew up you know, in the first season and people are saying it just now started. And I'm like, no, it didn't. It, it got good just right through that first run. Um, and John, I, I thought, too, when I heard that this was the, the final season, I thought something's weird. I mean, it, it has. It's true. It's hard to get people on board with the show. Um, but at the same time. I wonder if it has something to do with Disney plus and the Disney channel mm-hmm. and where does Disney now fall into this? And there's, you know, all these other d- streaming services as far as like on demand television and, and stuff. And the slot was at 10 PM. It, may, it doesn't give a lot of faith in it in a weird way. Yeah. I don't know. Lacey, what are all your thoughts on, on, on this? Are, are we going down the right path or was it, it just as simple as what John is saying with, um, you know hey it was it was supposed to be two seasons and they're just doing their thing this is what it is
2: well i think i don't think pablo is lying when he says that they've been developing this since 2017 cuz i think sure. tv shows generally take years and years and years to develop but mm-hmm. i do think that you can't look at the evidence of it playing at 10 p.m. on a sunday when most kids are going to bed for school the next day and then the way that it wasn't necessarily received in the sense of like everybody was watching it like Rebels or everybody's pumped about it like Clone Wars. Like it was the first animated TV series that I felt that there are super passionate people that love that show. But then there are a lot of people like myself that, yeah, it's a great Star Wars show. Yeah, it's for kids. Am I watching every episode? Probably not. Am I super sad that it's canceled? Yeah, in the sense that there are a lot of cool people that work on it and a lot of hard work goes into these things. But I'm not losing sleep that it's canceled. And I think that if they get to tell the story they want to tell in two seasons, then I think that's awesome. And sometimes TV shows don't need more than two seasons. And when you drag it out, it actually makes it worse. At least they Mm -hmm. got a second season to continue the story instead Mm -hmm. of them saying, well, one season's enough. So I think that's cool. I'm interested to see where it goes. Obviously, everybody listening knows I'm going to bring this up. Kylo Ren is in the trailer, so that's pretty exciting.
0: That. Yep, that's <laughs> yeah. why I purposely didn't. I wanted you to talk about that.
2: Aw, John, you're so nice. Um, uh, well, <laughs> No, it's really cool. And John and I were asking around online of who does the voice of Kylo Ren because it's clearly not Adam Driver going back to our poll where he's like, I got stuff to do. Um, it's actually Matthew Wood who helped develop... His voice for The Force Awakens Mm -hmm. and he does, you know, General Grievous and a bunch of other stuff. He also does his voice in Battlefront, which I didn't realize until someone brought that up. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's really cool. But the idea that he's showing up. And he can use the force over like hologram is insane. And I can't wait to see what they do with him in resistance. I guarantee and, that's the only episode I'm going to watch. Sorry.
0: And I don't think, I mean, at least I don't, I don't,
1: <laughs> sorry. I, I, I don't sorry. think,
0: I don't think the show was canceled. I really don't. I think it was I, a two season.
1: I, I was going to say that too. I said it earlier. I kept using the canceled word and I was like, because people know, in the comments are going to hold that. us to that. They're going to say, sorry,
2: like, canceled probably isn't the right word. I'm sorry guys. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it, run its ending, course. Yeah. How about
0: that? And it's, a lot, a yeah. lot of TV series, as I've been told, um, get a two-year, two-season commitment sometimes, or a green light of two years. And you I know, said that they're for. Well, other people have told mm-hmm. me that too, not just you. Oh, all right.
2: Well, my friend works for Netflix, and that's what Netflix always does. They do two seasons to give a show a chance. That's not a brag. So, that's where I'm getting the information from. <laughs> see, <laughs> see
0: how she gets riled up like that, folks? It's so easy for me um, to do that. It's unbelievable.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, so so one other thing to talk about too is that you know, the fact that there's only two seasons is also a little bit easier for people who did like really love and watch the show to be able to sell it later down the line forever and ever and yeah. ever to be able to say like, Oh, you never watched resistance. They're like now nah, I look like a kid show. And they're like, dude, it'll be easy. It's two seasons. Just knock it out, get it done. Enjoy it. It's good fun. It's hard to sell people on like rebels and clone wars when it's like, Oh, it's four. It's Oh, it's seven seasons. You know, it's really yeah, good. You should watch right. it. And you, you even in that thing, you're like, most of it's good. you know what i mean there's always still those like episodes where you're like there's a little bit here and there where maybe you can skip some stuff it makes it harder for somebody to try to want to get into that um so it's easier if you still say that about the resistance yeah there's hit or miss episodes maybe but at the same time like it's two seasons knock it out get it done it's good fun just go and enjoy it and it'll Um, make
0: its way onto disney plus once the it finishes its run i'm sure they'll 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 get it up there
1: yeah, yeah. One more thing, real quick too, about the 10 p.m. thing is, uh, yeah, we get it. Like kids can't see it at that time, but they made it really hard for adults to watch the show too because they they all, it was a it was a Disney Channel exclusive show, right? Which means that you have to have cable. In a world where we're all cutting cable, like we're all moving to streaming services, and it's on like a time Warner, like spectrum network or whatever. <laughs> like nobody has that. So the only way to get the show is to buy it on like Amazon or for iTunes two, for or something $2. like that. Well, there's that, but that was like a weird special or whatever. <laughs> Obviously that was like a one day thing, but like, well, what I'm saying is like, buy resistance. Nobody for the wanted to invest $40 just to be able to watch it yeah. when they don't even know what it is. Right. You know, yep. it's just, it's, they made it difficult to to watch the show, mm-hmm. even as someone who wants Star Wars and who is interested in the show. So well, what's I'm good is all, all these
0: characters well. are going to show up in the Rise of Skywalker, so we got that to look forward to.
1: <laughs> hey man, we was don't that, know.
2: You don't know. Wasn't it on Disney XD?
0: No, Disney Channel. That was Rebels. Yeah, Rebels was XD. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, either way, it'd be the same thing because X, XD, XD would be harder to get because yep. you would probably have to upgrade from Disney Channel to get XD. Um, all right. So <sighs> take a breath. Longest, craziest episode. Um, John, <laughs> do you have a Scoundrels rundown this week? Yeah, You know it, baby. No, I don't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no. Enter the Falcon right.
0: failing sound right here.
1: Oh, I love that sound. Um, <laughs> can't go to hyperspace. However, yeah. what we can do is we can shoot it over to Lacey this week for Ask the Resistance. I've been wondering, what are chlorians.
2: All right, guys. So it's time for Ask the Resistance. So you guys have Star Wars questions. Hopefully we have some pretty good Star Wars answers. We have four questions today. Um, first question comes from Alyssa at Mermaid 617 And she asks, Does anyone still think the theory that Kylo Ben is a double agent working for Luke Leia, similar to Professor Snape in the Harry Potter books? I think with Palpatine back in the picture for Episode 9, that theory is now more credible. So, um, ladies first, I'm going to go first. I, so, okay, I'm trying to answer this because I don't want to make it sound like I'm shooting down your ideas because I'm not trying to. However, I think this would totally go against everything that's already been set up in the sequel trilogy that he is operating of his own choice and own decisions. Because if he was a double agent, why would Luke and Leia have him kill Han? It doesn't really make sense that, like, Leia would be like, Yeah, just go kill that guy. Just go kill my husband and the love of my life and your father. It makes sense. But
1: Snoke knows what he's doing. So he has to be, like, full in. I know. Private. And
2: look, I know a lot of people use this idea for, like, fan fiction or some type of explanation to him turning good. He can turn good and still make terrible, bad decisions that he's already done. Um, I think that this would. <laughs> I don't know. This is just a weird theory that I can't get behind because, again, going back to the whole Han thing, it doesn't make sense that he would kill Han. He wasn't put in a scenario that he had to kill Han. He chose to kill Han. So that alone kind of nixes this for me. So I'm sorry, Alyssa. I don't think he's a double agent. I do think there is good inside. I just don't think he's working for Luke and Leia, especially the way he attacked Luke in the Last Jedi, it's clear that he hates Luke. So um There's still good in him, I know it. Yes. Well, he let Leia go. He didn't attack Leia, but he did like go all out on Luke and is like, I hate mm-hmm. you. So I can't see that. Like, that's really good acting for Adam Driver, but not for Kylo Ren Ben Solo, who literally has all of his his emotions on his face and like everything he does is straightforward. Um All right, so next question comes from uh, Sean Santarude at Rude Cold. um, And he asks, do you think the opening scenes of Episode 9 will start by showing the Resistance, First Order, or something completely random? James, what do you think?
1: None. Because it's going to start with the Resistance and the First Order fighting a battle. Woo!
2: Mm, Why do you think that?
1: Because... All movies have to have that like five minutes in big like thing, whatever it is. <laughs> That's my John Williams. Um, and so I think, okay, there's a battle. Is it, I don't know. Is it like Poe getting chased down? Maybe. I don't know. Something like that. But I just thought when I see this thing I've set up, we talked about it earlier with the allegiance stuff. I see them just being like all in right at the beginning, like this is the state of the galaxy resistance versus first order. Mm-hmm. And it's like we get after that crawl, and it's like, dun 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 dun. and it's very Revenge of the Sith, you know. Um, <laughs> I just see it that way. And uh, so I, it's hard to say that it's going to be resistance or first order. So it's going to be both.
0: I wish you did the soundtrack for
1: episode nine.
2: Next up is Dakine Awakens at Dakine Awakens. And he asks, when do you think it was decided that The Resistance would be just two seasons? Oops. We kind of talked about this a little bit, but John, real quick.
0: When they made the show. In
2: 2017.
0: (laughs) That's when they made season two. So probably like 2016.
2: 2015 maybe?
0: Yeah, probably around there. Um, Hmm. Yeah, I don't think this was canceled. They're promoting season two as the epic conclusion. Uh, I think it was a plan all along to fulfill two seasons, whether, like I say, it could have been an agreement that they had to fulfill with Disney Channel and Disney Now before they make the jump to uh, hyperspace, I mean, Disney Plus. And it it could be something as, as like, we have to make a series, so let's do this, which is a jaded way to look at things. Or they're just like, there's this little window, a nice little story we want to tell, and sprinkle in some characters from the sequel trilogy, and it's just going to be two two seasons because of the timeline and it's in. So either way you look at it, though, I really do think it was meant as a short run series. Even if it had great ratings, I don't think they would have expanded too much more on on that. And it doesn't. It's not to say that we won't see some of these characters again. So. Um, But I think a very long time ago uh, in a boardroom far, far away, Mark, that they decided it was going to be two seasons
1: and that is it. Something I just thought of too was like Rebels was like ticking up. Like it was trending up. Oh, they could have done another
0: two. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: They were like, nope, it's the final season. We decided a while ago this is how we're going to end it. So they even have precedent. I know Clone Wars was canceled, but there's an entirely different situation as far as their animated stuff from now on, the precedent is they know exactly how many seasons they're doing and they wrap it up when they want to. Yeah. So. All
2: right. And the last question comes from Greg Poe at Greg Poe.
0: Whoa. Do you think um, that is a real name?
2: Probably. Greg That'd be Poe. cool.
0: That is kind of cool. Way to get your handle then there, Greg.
2: Um. The last question is with reports of episode nine score, including every theme you've ever heard. And that's a quote. Uh, which one are you looking the most forward to? James, which which song do you want the most?
1: Well, okay. Just to answer the question, The Duel of Fates, we did talk about that earlier. So I'm going to also say Across the Stars. I think Aww. that one showing up would be great. No, it doesn't have to be a romantic thing. Go back and watch those movies. They throw it in all the time. Mm. When When like dreadful terrible things are happening in the galaxy like just when else do darkness. they use it besides in the prequels no i'm talking about in the prequels
0: when like padme i'm talking like about falling it's not always ship.
1: like no exactly it's like not always like a padme and anakin thing like it's beautiful that they're in love it's sometimes they use it like in a dark way where it's like this is the state of what's happening right now. I think it's, but I it's don't know. always, I could be wrong, but I Anakin think it's used like at the end of Attack of the Clones, in the sense of like the the Clone Wars have begun, kind of thing.
2: Nice, John.
1: Anyway, um,
0: man, I don't know Jedi steps Yo. or um uh, the Force theme. They don't use that anymore. Um. <laughs> Uh, no Han and Leia's theme they got to bring that back at some point
2: yeah I think I'm going to pick Leia's theme I think it's one of if not the best song that John Williams has ever done I walked down the aisle at my wedding to that
1: song so it's my favorite I would say Raiders March I hope they use that
2: All right, guys thank you so much for your questions if you want to be on the show make sure to follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N and send us your questions about Star Wars with at us or using hashtag ask the resistance. Back to you, John.
0: Thank you guys so much. And after you follow us on Twitter, make sure you head to um, resistancebroadcast.com, which will take you to our page on our website, starwarsnewsnet.com, which you should be going to every day anyway for your latest Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and all that stuff. And then there you'll find where you can subscribe to us, which is Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube. If you're watching YouTube, hey, everybody out there. JJ says, hello. Uh, Hey, guys. Um, and then also make sure you're heading over to T Public, where you can grab one of our designs like Supreme Leader or our logo. There you or go. Or
1: this striped shirt.
0: Or that Linus shirt from the Peanuts that James is wearing. With a pocket. Yep. And also I want to uh, thank everyone who has been uh, joining us. We notice a big uptick in a lot of people uh, listening and watching the show. So thank you. If you're finding us on YouTube via recommended videos or in a queue, Uh, Keep spreading the word and leave a comment. Let us know how you found us and uh, join the discussion because the three of us are always popping in there and replying to you and getting another discussion going. So thank you so much for that. And I want to thank all of our supporters on our Patreon page because um, we're able to do a lot of great stuff that are coming to the channel in addition to the podcast. and You're going to see what I'm talking about. You may have already seen some of the new videos and stuff we're putting up there now. But um, head to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. We have tiers starting at $2 every month. Uh, Lacey's posting all the stuff on there. Uh, a lot of content, Lacey, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. Um, Lots. Five tiers starting at two dollars a month. Uh we're almost we're we may have passed it, I'm not sure, but we're getting very close to our next goal, which would activate a the Force Awakens commentary. So we're excited about that. But I want to say a very special thank you to our Patreon generals, and that's Carmelo, Brian Chalito, Andrew Staley, Len Brown, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, uh neil shaw david probus and val trichkov thank you general so much for all your support and again thank you to all our patrons and all of our listeners of the resistance broadcast we are growing and it's thanks to all of you guys for all of your different types of support whether it's just telling a friend about us or supporting us on patreon we thank you so much um james baney where can people find you to uh tell you how much they love you
1: um They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. And I also just want to point out, too, I said kitchen sink theme earlier. I do know that it's called theme of the kitchen sink.
0: Right. And that's when Brew is cleaning the lettuce. Right. Yes, that's exactly what that seems. Okay. Lacey Gilleran.
2: Uh, People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gilleran.
0: All right. Way to get your handle.
2: Thank you, so
0: Ooh, thank you so much. Thank you um, so much. Thank you. You guys can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing over at Star Wars Newsnet.com. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back on Thursday. Or guess what, guys? We're not talk. It's like Seinfeld. We're going to talk about nothing specific. We're going to have an open discussion. <laughs> the three of us are just going to talk Star Wars for about 40 minutes. But we're also bringing back. What's the catchphrase, James? What's bringing? What? How do we bring it? What? It's back um (laughs) sexy (laughs) it's back baby will of the force (laughs) is coming back on thursday and you're coming back so enjoy your weeks and we'll see you guys on thursday morning with another episode of the resistance broadcast see you around kids